Welcome to the Texas Values Report. This is Jonathan Sines, president of Texas Values. Great to be with you on another glorious week in the state of Texas. It's Thanksgiving week. Some of us are still working. I know kids are at home. As a matter of fact, uh, there may be a cameo appearance from one of my kids later in the program. So you got to stay tuned for that special feature. If you're new to the show, we talk about the issues of faith, family, and freedom in the arenas of the courts, the legislature, and the media. And even though people are, you know, winding down a little bit or, you know, making their travel plans, getting home, and so on, that does not mean the work of faith, family, and freedom um, is not still going on, and the attacks still continue. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of talk this week about some things that the U.S. Senate may be voting on. We had big votes at the State Board of Education here in the state of Texas last week, and that's what we focus on at Texas Values. We focus on what happens and what matters to the state of Texas. We are not a national organization. We focus on Texas, and we keep Texas first And someone who knows a lot about that is going to be our guest today. Julie Pickering is one of the newest members of the State Board of Education. She's not been sworn in yet, so we'll call her State Board of Education member-elect, I guess. But she's not a stranger to the issue of education. She has served in numerous roles for private schools and public schools in leadership roles for public, uh, excuse me, for the school issue. She was a trustee for Alvin ISD for six years recently, uh, just outside of the Houston area, and has also served on board roles for private schools. And she was elected to the State Board of Education for a lot of geographic areas right around Houston and north of that. Julie, welcome to the Texas Values Report. Thank you, Jonathan. It's such an honor to be with you and with Texas Values. You know, your organization, y'all do such a great job representing faith, family, and freedom for, like you said, throughout the great state of Texas. And it's just, it's an honor to be with you today. Well, look, I'm glad to have you on. And, and, you know, I was looking at your website before the show. I see the phrase Texas Values used a lot on there. So, hey, appreciate the, you know, the free shout outs. But, you know, not only is it the name of our organization, but one of the reasons we use that as the name and decided on it is because those two words together matter a lot to people and they mean something very important to a lot of people. And for sometimes we can feel and oftentimes that these things are being attacked, that our values are, you know, people are not only trying to redefine marriage, they're redefine religious liberty, they're trying to redefine Um, issues of sex. I mean, a whole host of things, right? Challenges left and right. And so it's important for us to continue to defend those things. You and I are also talking before the show. um, You, like myself, native of the great city of Houston, which is home to the world champion, World Series Houston Astros. Okay. If y'all want to engage in that debate, come on. All right. We'll have some fun with that too. I'm looking forward to being in Houston for Thanksgiving and visiting some of my extended family so I can pick up some, uh, you know, some championship gear. But this is not a show about sports, even though I like to dabble in it a little bit. Important election for you, okay? The State Board of Education is a big position. Tell us a little bit about yourself and also about the role of a State Board of Education member in Texas. Well, Jonathan, you know, as you said, I've been serving in education. I've been leading in education for several years now. I've been leading definitely with on uh, representing our Texas values, representing our conservative values 
for many years now in the great state of Texas. And so um, I was looking at uh, the Texas State Board of Education because my member, the person who represented me, uh, you know, just took a hard left in 2019. He just really abandoned our Texas values in 2019. And, um, you know, he started voting lockstep with the liberals, with the liberal agenda. And whenever um, he voted to include transgender curriculum for our children in education, that was kind of the, as they say, the straw that broke the camel's back for me. Because there's, there, in my view of education, there are things we can disagree on, but there are actually things that happen in education that hurt children. And that liberal agenda of bringing gender confusion to our children and gender reassignment to our children, that at that point, that hurts children. So, you know, as they say, that was the straw that broke the camel's back for me. And that's whenever I decided that we needed a new person to represent the great state of Texas and State Board of Education District 7. And not necessarily to pile on him since he's on his way out. We're talking about Matt Robinson, correct? Yes. Yeah. And you look, and I think it's fair to talk about that. We don't have to spend a lot of time on it, but, you know, people notice those things. Elections have consequences. You decided to run. And it's not always about Republican versus Democrat. Sometimes it's within the, you know, the particular party that people care about. We also have to make sure People need to know, citizens need to know, they have a role in doing that as well. Some of the major elections that can take place are in the primaries. Um, and, you know, you get to the general, and I'm not saying it's a foregone conclusion, but there are some districts that are very strong, either Republican or Democrat, and it can certainly seem that way. Uh, and by the way, I'm reminding myself, if you're watching on Facebook, because we do this show live on Facebook, uh, we want you to share that. I'm going to share it right now and make sure it's not too loud uh, onto my particular uh, personal page. We ask you to do that as well. Put it in some groups. Okay, now my volume's up and we're getting the feedback. And so um, we want to have um, a good conversation with State Board of Education member-elect Julie Pickering. Julie, we've been able to spend some time together. I've seen you do work at the Capitol. I've seen you do work at the State Board of Education. There is very much a role that citizens have to play. We saw that play out last week. The State Board of Education voted to keep CRT, to keep out critical race theory, and really just implement a state law that was already there because there were some people trying to really get around that at the State Board of Education and other people that lobby on those issues, in my opinion. Um, and that was a good vote. But the State Board of Education, I don't know why they needed to. I think it was more for a show, in my opinion. But they took a vote about the issue of school choice. You know, another reason why people like yourself have run for these positions because they feel like the people are not being accurately represented. You know, in a couple of years coming out of COVID and other things, there's a lot of reasons why people are saying, I want to have options. I want to have choice. What's your view on that? So Jonathan, you, you just said a whole lot. So number one, we have to protect parents' rights. That's the first thing. You know, we have heard from, from Joe Biden to Jen Psaki to Attorney General Merrick Garland. We have heard from a lot of people at the national level that basically are saying that our children belong to the government. And, you know, our children do not belong to the government. In Psalm 127, where it says that children are a blessing from the Lord, the Bible is not talking to the government. The Bible is talking to parents. The Bible is talking to family. And so that's the first and foremost. We have to respect parents' rights. Parents have to be heard. They have to 
to be valued. They have to be respected. And so that, that has to be the foundation from which we operate that children belong to their parents, that parents are always the primary decision maker. The second thing that we saw from COVID is, you know, a lot of us have graduated from schools that our parents graduated from or that our grandparents graduated from. You know, our public schools are the center of our communities and there's a lot of trust there. But what we saw during COVID is that the education system of today is not the education system necessarily of 20 years ago or 30 years ago. You know, we've seen a lot of critical race theory during COVID parents were experiencing the classroom with their child. And so they were, the parents actually got to hear what was happening. And unfortunately, the trust right now has been broken between public education yeah. and between parents. And so that's that's what's happening with this incredibly liberal agenda is that, you know, parents have been left out of their children's education process, which to me is just um, completely ludicrous because I have study after study that shows including the Harvard Literacy Study, which is really the gold standard in literacy that says in order to have an effective education, you have to have parent involvement. And so the idea of pushing parents out of their child's education is just ludicrous. And well, so right and now- uh -huh. Look, and, and we're talking with Julie Pickering, uh, one of the newest members of the State Board of Education. She'll get sworn in early next year, but she did win her election a couple of weeks ago. It certainly feels a lot of times, Julie, that part of the reason- why some of these educrats, some of these people that are in public education or some of these elected officials that are part of making these decisions and school boards, that part of the reason why they want parents less involved is because then that gives them more of an opening to advance political agendas that a lot of parents, whether they're on the left or the right, I've seen these issues play out in Austin ISD, and it feels like it's it's a way to, um, to advance those things once parents are out of the way and they're not complaining or they're not aware of what's going on. Yes, Jonathan, you're absolutely right. From the hugely invasive questions we've seen with SEL, social emotional learning, where parents are being asked very, per or children are being asked very personal questions about their home life and about their family without their parent knowledge, to children as young as first and second grade being asked what pronoun, what gender they want to be um, called in the classroom without parent knowledge, you know, to critical race theory, to children either being told that they're either victims or they're oppressors based on their skin color, you know, without parent knowledge. So yes, parents have been left out of the education equation. And that's what we saw. That was the voice that we saw. That was the grassroots voice that we saw throughout many elections in Texas and throughout the country. Well, look, and you, we mentioned about your bio, you've got a background in private school and also in public school. There are a lot of studies out there that show that kids that are in a private school environment that uh, did not spend a lot of time away from the school or weren't learning from home and didn't have as lot of disruptions because of COVID are doing much better. And so there's some legitimacy to some of those issues. And that allows parents to decide where they want to have their kids and a lot of it has to do with the type of um, product they're getting. You know, are we focusing on education, on core subjects, or are they spending more time on political ideology? Let's step back for a second. Tell our listeners and our viewers, and we're getting some good feedback, some good numbers. And so I'm excited about that. Continue to share this. Put it in, in group chats. Let's, we're going to continue the conversation with State Board of Education member-elect Julie Pickering about, let's talk about what the State Board of Education does and also the geographic area that you're going to be representing. 
So my geographic area covers about 10,000 square miles. It's uh, it's a State Board of Education, District 7. My southernmost county is the um, is Fort Bend County, kind of Sugarland, Richmond, Needville area. And then it follows the Texas Gulf Coast to the Louisiana border and then goes north to uh, Tyler, Newton County, kind of that area, Jasper, um, Liberty County towards that area. So I I cover a lot of the Texas Gulf Coast to just southeast of Lufkin, basically. And so it's a large area, like I said, 10,000 square miles, bigger than nine states in the country. So, you know, in Texas, we do everything bigger. <laughs> you know, look, though, I mean, I think it's relevant, right? Say that again. The yeah. district that you're going to represent, which is just one of 15, it's not like it's the whole right. state or half the state. It's one of 15, and that geographic area is bigger than what? Yes, it's bigger than nine states. A friend of mine who <laughs> ran awesome. for senator from Connecticut told me, she said, Julie, she said, you know, your district is bigger than, than my state. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people to serve. And um, and so what tell our listeners, viewers, what you'll be doing, what State Board of Education members do primarily. Okay, so what what State Board of Education members do is they set the curriculum standards for every course that's offered in a public and charter school. So we set we set every standard for every classroom. You know, we saw that when we worked together on the on that awful history rewrite this year. Um, that was going to reset the history standards for kindergarten through 12th grade for all schools in the state of Texas. It is a 15 member board and roughly each member represents about two and a half million people. So wow. it's, it's divided up on population. The, the districts are divided based on population, not necessarily land land size. And so also what they do is they also uh, uh, run, they're part of the corporation now that the Texas legislature set up last year that manages the permanent school fund or also called the textbook fund. And so the permanent school fund is about a $60 billion fund that funds instructional material and textbooks for all the schools in Texas. Another thing that they do is they have the final uh, veto or approval on all charter school applications in the state of Texas. So they um, they review those charter applications with the, the Texas Education Agency Commissioner, and then they can either veto or approve the applications. Look, those are big responsibilities. And, you know, going back in the state legislature that starts in January, Texas Values, amongst a lot of other people, is going to be supporting putting more of that power back into the hands of the State Board of Education. Over the years, some of that has been pulled away by, I think, some liberal members of the state legislature. We're going to try to put that uh, a lot more of that power back into their hands so we can have that oversight. Right now, there are things that can enter the public school classroom that State Board of Education members may or may not see. And so while some of that was about um, acknowledging or embracing technology, it's gotten out of hand. You got to have some oversight in a way that public can engage without having to hop around to 1,200 school districts to try to find out what's going on. And I saw briefly a little shout out. Mary Elizabeth Castle has logged in to watching our Facebook Live. It's always good when members of your team that are in the office are watching your broadcast. Maybe you're doing something right. You've done some work with Mary Elizabeth. She spent a lot of time at our State Board of Education, but there's some more work to be done that we're encouraged and excited about with your representation in others. And if you're watching on Facebook, you can drop a comment. You can uh, click to, to watch the program and check in with us. We'd love to see your comments. Uh, but Julie, there's a lot of uh, optimism. There's a lot of, you know, if you will, some momentum. We're going to be talking about that in an event we're having 
on December 12th in Houston. We're having a luncheon and a legislative preview at Maggiano's. We've got tickets available. Julie's going to be there. And so we're excited about having her part of it. And we haven't even announced this yet. I found out this morning, Abby Johnson, pro-life hero. She used to be on the abortion side, now is very much involved in pro-life issues. She's going to be very active during our legislative session. She's going to be there speaking to at our Texas Values Luncheon on December 12th. Julie, when is swearing-in day for the new State Board of Education members? Did you find out yet? Yes, official swearing-in happens in our counties on January the 1st, and then we have a ceremonial swearing-in on the first day of the January 30th meeting. So we kind of have two swearing-ins. But Jonathan, I really would like to say a special thank you to Mary Elizabeth. She really is one of the bright, young mind in the state of Texas and just incredibly brilliant, and I've really enjoyed working with her. Well, we're excited about having her, and you may have seen this. She, We haven't uh, announced it a whole lot, and uh, we're just behind on that, but she was promoted earlier this year to Director of Government Relations for Texas Values, and that means she'll have a more increased role on education issues and a lot of policy matters at our Texas Capitol. It's good when you find good people to, uh, you know, promote them, keep them happy, and keep them involved in the work, and so we appreciate your feedback But look, you represent two and a half million people. There are close to six million public school students across the state of Texas. It's a lot of ground to cover. But we know a lot of times what people see happens in Texas can impact how they do things in other places. And so we know your representation is going to be a big part of that. We're at every State Board of Education meeting, so we'll be at that one when there's a ceremony for you. We'll be looking forward to that. But but also we'll be looking forward to your proximity at the state legislature in any of your voice that you want to lend to that. And so are you traveling for Thanksgiving? Are you staying close to home? No, I'm home. You know, I'm a native Houstonian and and all of my family is here. You know, I have about a hundred family members in the Houston area. So my joke is I'm related to everybody somehow. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, and I mean that, you know, do it traditionally, you know, classically. I mean, a lot of people, Houston is a much more international city than it used to be when I was growing up, but it's always been a family city. And even though it's so large, right, you got a lot of industry, you got a lot of blue collar workers, you got a lot of business. But I remember growing up, like what we're doing, we're doing a Friendsgiving day at our, our office here. That's, you know, a lot of it, you know, the big parade. I don't know if they still do the big parade downtown Houston, uh, Thanksgiving parade. And so I've been a couple of times. Listen, Julie, I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving, you and your family, and get a chance to uh, spend some good time because we all know uh, right after Christmas and pretty soon, there's a lot of work that we care about and we know you're going to be a part of that. So we appreciate everything you're doing. Yes, thank you so much, Jonathan. And like you said, SBOE 7, it's such a diverse district. You know, it's what I call a minority majority district. So I'm looking forward to representing every child. My, you know, my campaign slogan was every child every day from children who, uh, agriculture education to children who need a great education for the port of Houston. You know, it's every child every day. It's all children because we need all children to have a chance to live the American dream and they must have a great education. Amen to that. We're so excited for the first time. Julie Pickering, State Board of Education member-elect, has been our guest today on the Texas Values Report. Thank you, Julie. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. All right. Well, it's great to grab Julie. You know she's busy. You talk about getting involved in a big position and getting ramped up for it, but uh, she's done a lot of work already on those issues, and so I have confidence that she'll be prepared. All right, my daughter's next to me. Come over to this side, over here. 
She wants to sneak in for a little cameo since she's here at work, since she's off. You have to get in the shot there and say hello. All right. Tell everybody what your name is. Get close to me. And what grade are you in? Okay. And do you like, what do you want to do with your phone? For what? Okay. We're not plugging that. It's going to mess. It's going to mess up the transmission. So uh, we're glad. Hey, I'm thankful for you that you're spending some time today here with your dad. You have a lot to be thankful for. You're going to have a nice Thanksgiving. You're going to peek in a little bit. Right. And you're um, you're thankful for what we got to you got to do some baking last night, watch some early Christmas movies. And maybe you're thankful that you're off school this week. Uh, so, OK, say hi and bye. All right. That's your little shout out. Listen, uh, real quick, big events that we have coming up. December 5th, we're doing our Christmas Christmas luncheon and legislative preview in San Antonio. December 12th. Oh, and uh, gosh, can I say this yet? Where's my email? Um, Let me see if it's confirmed. The big speaker that we're supposed to have at that event that we're excited about. Um, Let's see. Okay. All right. I have one piece of paperwork, but I think I can announce it later today and you're going to be excited about it. So get your tickets because once we announce the speaker, the event's going to sell out. All right. December 5th, San Antonio area. Come see us at Magianos. Speaking of Magianos, December 12th, we've got our Houston area Christmas luncheon and legislative preview. Abby Johnson's going to be there. You just heard Julie Pickering, State Board of Education member. She's going to be at our uh, Houston luncheon. So is the uh, chairman of the Texas Freedom Caucus. Senate member-elect Mays Middleton is going to be there. There's going to be a lot of talk about what we did and what we're thankful for in Christmas, but we're going to talk a lot about what we're going to get done and work on this coming state legislative session and an opportunity to donate before the end of the year for Texas Values. We're going to have a um, a come-and-go reception here in the Austin area. So for all our ATX area friends, Central Texas friends, come out to Magianos again. We like them, okay? They do good work, all right? We can count on them over the years We're having a come and go reception at lunch on December 9th. That is a Friday, December 9th. Come by during lunchtime. There's no charge to attend that event. Come by and say hello. Drop a donation. We'd love that. Um, And come see some of the work we did. We got a great highlight video for for this year. We also have a great highlight video for the past 10 years. 10-year anniversary, okay? You might be able to get one of these footballs, all right? Limited edition, and I mean it. We don't have uh, an unlimited number of them. Once we sell all of them, they are sold out. But isn't this beautiful? This one has been signed by Coach Kennedy. Not only won his football prayer case, he's coming back to the gridiron, all right? He's going back to work. He's going to start coaching again. How exciting is that? Not just to win, but now get to rejoin your team, so we got a great um, Black Friday sale for some of these items on our homepage, txvalues.org. And then in Midland, I believe it's on, ooh, I forget that date, December 14th, maybe. I think it's a Wednesday. Um, we're having a reception out in Midland. I think it's at the Doubletree. Check our website. We're going to be putting some details up for that. A variety of ways for you to connect with us over the next month for you to find out What's going to happen during the session? A little bit of preview from us. Also, don't forget about our Merry Christmas Texas project. I know it's not Thanksgiving yet, but every year we hear about ways that Christmas comes under attack in public schools. We have a state law that we worked on. Texas Values was 
specifically responsible for. Go to MerryChristmasTexas.com. Find out how you can protect Christmas in public schools. You can have Christmas parties. You can bring red and green um, plates and napkins. Speaking of the, what are we calling it? The, um, the, the, uh, the online store, I forget what the exact name is. You could get this 10th anniversary Texas Value uh, Tumblr, excuse me. Isn't that a wonderful design that a member of our team, Rosemary, put together? We're going to celebrate 10 years like for a long time because we're real excited about it. But this is also limited edition. We didn't make a million of these, okay? Only a certain amount. Get them before they're sold out. But wait, there's more. I feel like an info commercial. But all these ways help. When you buy these items, they help us with our donations at the end of the year. So they're not a whole lot more than covering our costs, but a little bit more so we can raise some money for the work of faith, family, and freedom. Our annual budget collectively with our two organizations is about $2 million. That's a lot of money to raise. We have spent a lot more money this year. We've hired a lot of new people, which we're excited about, so we can do the work across the state of Texas, not just in certain parts of the state, but throughout the state. And that's what it takes. When you've got people that continue to attack our values, they continue to want to make sure churches are afraid. They may lose their tax-exempt status. This horrible piece of legislation they're passing or they're trying to pass at the U.S. Senate, the Disrespect for Marriage Act and the attack that it has on religious freedom is extraordinary and very concerning. And all those are ways for them to try to intimidate churches, Christians, even private schools that follow biblical views are going to be under attack if this law passes. We're pushing back against that. But our main focus is on how these issues impact Texas. We don't go up to the U.S. Capitol and lobby and try to influence those people. We will patch you into an email that you can communicate them. Our office is literally across the street from the Texas Capitol. We actually have two offices now, but our Capitol office is, we moved a, a block closer, okay? We wanted to make sure even more we're closer. And as a matter of fact, we've got a great event on March 13th, our Texas Faith and Family Day. Come down with us and work with us that day to get things passed the legislature. You could also come at January 10th. We're going to have a welcome back reception for just members, our friends, to hear about our work when you're in town for the first day of the state legislative session. There are a variety of events galore that are happening with Texas Values. Check our website. All these are reasons why we need your financial support. We know as you get close to December, you start thinking about those end of year gifts. You don't have to wait until December 31st because we have expenses every month and we're trying to plan on the legislative session. You want to help us ban gender modification? You want to help us make it clear that we have to save women's sports and not allow men to compete in women's sports at the college level? We need your support now. We have to have that funding in place so we're not worried about it during the session. We can focus on the work. TXValues.org. Make that tax-deductible donation. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. That's how together we can protect faith, family, and freedom in Texas. Have a great Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you next week on the Texas Values Report.